Welcome to Women Living Intentionally, also known as Women Lit. My name is Kaditra Cooper, and I am the founder and executive director of Women of 4D. Women Lit is an extension of the vision and commitment of Women of 4D. On this platform, we will recognize and value the personal journeys of women and also take you through their experience of resilience, influence, and endless possibilities and how they've manifested in their lives. You are more than enough. Never let your circumstance write your story. It can't hear your heart. Until we meet again, remember, the possibilities are endless. Thank you for joining us for Women Living Intentionally. I am here with Tiffany Hill, who is the creator of Puzzle and Bloom. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, how are you? I am good. Or should I say, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> All right. So, um, in the middle of the bar. That's all. Oh, that's all. <laughs> okay, I'm be serious. Okay, we're back. We're back. All right. So first, I just want to um, kind of just go into a little day in the life of Tiffany. So, you know, if I were a little tag along, what would the day in the life of Tiffany be like? Um, I wake up super early and then I have this debate, this pretend debate with myself. Are you going to do yoga? Are you going to go for a walk? Are you going to meditate? I end up not doing it and I just power through work. I'll do. I try to get a lot of my schoolwork done. Um, um, and then I work on Puzzle and Boom. I'll do my social media or, you know, finish up some editing for a blog post or interview I've done with someone. Yeah, majority of my day is on Zoom calls with work, doing social media, telling myself I need to work out and do more. And, and I do, but not like I should. Because I know when I first wake up, if I were to do yoga and meditate, the whole day is different. So. Okay. Yeah, that's my day, pretty much. And going to the post office. I'm always at the post office, thankfully. Dropping off puzzles. I love it. So um, tell us, like, what is Puzzle and Bloom? Puzzle and Bloom is a creative toy company for children of color. We have black and brown characters on all the puzzles. And we. And my goal is to have more cultural and traditional designs. Because there was a 2018 diversity study on children's book and they found that like 10% of children's books had African-American characters, 7% was Asian Pacific Islander, 5% was Latin, 1% was Native American. Um, and it was just, the disparity is ridiculous. So I just wanted to do something to help encourage children of color. Yeah. Now, do you work with any schools? in relation to your product or is that something that you're interested in getting into maybe love to work with schools i don't work with any right now um majority of my wholesalers are um bookstores pretty much bookstores yeah have you noticed an increase in your sales during the um you know the pandemic you know what i started during the pandemic so i don't really know um i definitely have a a slow and steady growth. There were there, I had really good sales during Christmas because I started the company in September. So we haven't been live for a full year yet, but I definitely, I've, I'm really, really proud of the company. Yeah. Now, now, 
I want to backtrack a little bit because you said that you started your company during the pandemic. So, yeah. um, and I know that you also said that, you know, you, you noticed, well, you knew of the um, statistics and the disparity yeah. in the, um, you know, in the world regarding children of color. But yeah. what kind of birthed your vision for Puzzle and Bloom during a pandemic? Well, in the past, I wrote a children's book. And I probably sold 40 books and 30 of them my dad bought, like no joke. He he was my fan. Um, that's, so what I'm, I, do. that's what daddies do. That's what they do. That's what they do. And it was a cute little black girl who lived mm -hmm. on an island. It was so cute. Oh my God. Um, so I wanted, I've always wanted to write more children's books. And then, but with the puzzles, I wanted to be more interactive. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be more hands-on. Um, so Seriously, when the pandemic hit, I was in acupuncture school. I was burned out. I was tired. And honestly, being able to be at home, not having to drive to school, not having to drive to work, everything was on Zoom. I actually had time for myself to actually think because I feel like I've been running on fumes for years. And then I was like, hey, I want to do something for kids and I want to do puzzles. I, I love puzzles. So I just started researching, finding designers, finding companies to work with. Um, and I think I bought my first set, like, mm, maybe June-ish or so. Yeah, because I hired designers, artists, and then sent the designs to China and got them redone. Okay. How are your, how do your, how are your characters inspired? How, what um, inspires your characters, I guess I should say? Just children I've encountered, children in my family, children I know. I have a, a, I actually sold out of these, but there's a set of puzzles called the Twins, Mensa, and Area. And they have like that ocean color, they're yellow, their dresses are yellow. It's a late summer kind of vibe. Um, they have like either dreadlocks or braids, whatever you want them to be. But I named them after Harriet Tubman. Like her real name was Araminta. So I kind of like played on their names. Um, and then, well, to backtrack, so I practiced, I studied um, five element acupuncture, which is, which is acupuncture that goes by the different seasons. So each of the puzzles is a season. It's late summer, summer, spring, fall, winter. So each puzzle is in a particular winter. Like I have a puzzle named Layla. She has like a hajib. I've never seen a puzzle with a hajib for a child ever. So I had to make that. She's in the winter season. Okay. Um, I have a puzzle. Uh, <laughs> there's one, his name is David Ali, and he has Jordans on, and it's hilarious. Um, he's more of the fall. I have another one named Cedar Woods. He's got glasses and a skateboard. He represents springtime. And my grandmother's my maternal grandmother's maiden name was Woods. So I was like, oh, let me throw that in there. Um, oh, and then there's one named Summer who has pink hair. She's a Caribbean girl. Um, and so she represents Summer. Now, what's the difference? I'm just curious between Summer and late Summer. The timing. Okay. The timing. That's it. So summer is like right after spring. It's super hot. It's like, boom, late Summer. Gotcha. Late Summer is my time. That's when it's hot, but it's like at night it's cool. Okay. You know, it's still, it's like a romantic season to me, late summer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, also, 
I wanted to ask you, um, I know due, due to the fact that I know you personally, I know that you've had quite a few businesses. So, so for one, it's like, what? Say that okay. So you know my mama. <laughs> yes, I know your mama. So um, let's say too that um, what makes Puzzle and Bloom different with you from your other business ventures that you've had? Oh my God. <clears throat> Do you have five hours? <laughs> I have all the time in the world for you. <laughs> um, okay. So I had a business called Bangle with Crabs. It was my first baby. Well, I did mm-hmm. write a book. Okay. So I wrote the book before that business. And the book, I just didn't know how to do anything, honestly. I didn't know how to really sell. And it was, God, was that 10 years ago? Oh my God. It was a long time ago when I wrote that book. I honestly can't even remember. Oh, wow. Anyway, so the the crowd business I had, I kind of fell into it. I kind of decided one day I need to sell all this stuff that I have in my apartment because I was really into arts and crafts. And I started selling it. And then I was like, hold up, I'm really selling this. Let me, because I, I was using Etsy. And then I just decided to make it a business. Um, what? So that business, I definitely did the money wrong. I definitely should have had two bank accounts. I mixed the money and I've, I pretty much lived off that money as well. Like I didn't, it, it was just poorly organized. Like I think for my, my entrepreneurial style, I need to have money coming from somewhere else and then my business money. Like my Puzzle and Bloom money, I don't even really touch it or I'll like reinvest it in stocks or crypto or something like that or back into marketing or buying more puzzles. My business in the past, it was paying light bills, rent bills. And then one of my favorite vendors got hit with a tsunami. She was in the Philippines. And when the tsunami hit, I mean, she couldn't, you know, she couldn't send me what she was making for me because she didn't even have a house. So I lost thousands and I didn't have liquid cash to help me. I didn't have, I didn't have anyone to like give me money. I didn't have loan money. I didn't have, now, now looking back, I could have pivoted a different way. But again, I was kind of new to entrepreneurship. I didn't know a lot that I know now. But the biggest thing was, um, yeah, mixing the money. And I and and I talked so much about my business. Like now, I mean, I started Puzzle and Bloom and didn't even tell anyone really. I told people afterwards. And then a lot of people still don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I just kind of keep it to myself because I know it takes years for your business to develop and grow. Mm-hmm. So I've just kind of been... A little more quiet about what I'm doing. So pretty much you have decided to have your business be by people who are actually seeking your business versus, you know, your circle around you, supporting you in your business. Yeah. And I don't want to be that friend who is like, hey, you want to buy this? No. Mm -mm." If you, if someone has kids, I did tell them about it because it made sense. I'm not going to be like, hey, parent that has kids in college buy my puzzles you know right kind of along the lines of every time somebody's kid has a fundraiser and then all (laughs) of a sudden you get a text message and it's just like you know we feel like cookies i know yeah you feel obligated to buy at least two boxes um well it sounds what i was picking up from what you were saying was it sounds like you know your initial business with your bangles sound like it was a hobby that turned into a business. Yeah. Yet Puzzle and Bloom sounds like it's a 
passion mm-hmm. that, you know, you have, you know, turned into a business. And I love the fact that, you know, when you reference your role for Puzzle and Bloom, you um, say that you are a creator. Mm-hmm. So why did you choose to use the word creator versus a typical, you know, owner or CEO or? Um, because I'm a unicorn. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm very, I'm highly sensitive. That's, if you look up personality types, I'm a highly sensitive person. So just not really aggressive, just more intuitive. I can't really, um, I just don't have that killer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to get all the money. Like, I'm not, of course, I love the money, but I'm sincerely not doing this to, like, become a millionaire. You know, it's just, it's just a passion that I have. Um, And I just, I just move on pure love and pure passion. Like, I definitely burned out, like, when was my bad day? I had a bad day last week. I just couldn't. Have you ever just been like, I just can't do nothing. <laughs> like, I cannot do one more thing. I cannot do another Zoom call. I can't mm-hmm. send an email. I can't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Closing my door. I'm going to watch Netflix. Okay. And I'm watching the dumbest shows I can think of. Okay. Exactly. Dumber the better. Yeah. No, I, I completely, I completely agree. Sometimes you just have to kind of just completely shut the world down. Oh, because you'll especially with this pandemic, you'll go crazy. I mean, it's just the pandemic. People that I know that are so positive and so encouraging are sad right now. Wow. And it's just, so whenever I have my moment of sadness, I'm like, you know what? A lot of this isn't you. Mm -hmm. Because all I have to do is, and that's another thing about being highly sensitive. All you have to do is watch the news and your day is destroyed. (laughs) All you got to do is one negative person. Okay. I lie to you not. I never know what is going on in the world for the most part because I refuse to watch the news. Man. I'm like, every time I watch the news, I notice how tired I am once I turn the channel or turn it off. So I'm just like, how about I just not do it? Like when, you know, things are going on, somebody, for instance, I'll go back to those, what is those killer hornets or something that were out. I had no idea. I could have I could have gone outside and been stung 50 zillion times and I would have never known that there were killer hornets that were outside. But so I'm with you. It's just it's exhausting. I can't do it. And what it does, because when you're highly sensitive, your nervous system, basically your neurotransmitters pick up on more than the average person. It's a biological, like you were literally born aware of way too much. I mean, they say that highly sensitive people are the leaders and the empaths and intuition. And we're like, we're like the ones that are going to make sure everybody's okay. Like the babies and the old people, because the world needs all of us. They need the the gangsters and they need the highly sensitive. They need the Mm -hmm. people that don't feel, they need all of us to make this thing go around, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think our society is not comforting for highly sensitive especially not in America, not in the West. We're not communal, we're individuals. So if you're highly sensitive, you better be able to be a shark and mm-hmm. be sensitive at the same time. And it's very, very difficult mm-hmm. for me. It's, it's interesting you say that too, because um, I was speaking to someone today and, you know, in a few months, I'm, you know, going to have a huge transition, you know, mm-hmm. in my life professionally. 
And with that being said, it was just, you know, I noticed that there are two components that seem to be very necessary for, you know, my current job. And one of them is to be a fixer. I could do that, no problem. But the other is to operate in chaos. That's where, that, that, that's the issue. Cause I'm like, that is where it's just, that's the piece that's not sitting right, you know, with me, because I don't, you know, I, I'm kingdom connected. I can't operate in chaos. It is your, girl, if, if someone has a radio playing and a TV playing and three people are talking, I will go crazy. I have to like, and this is the thing that I do. I, I think about my feet when I start being like, oh my God, it's too loud in here. Too many people are talking. And when I have way too many tasks, like if someone gives me four things to do at once, like, and it's like four different people and I'm not sure what it is. I haven't had time to look at what it is. Mm -hmm. I will get overwhelmed and I want to take a nap. Mm -hmm. I just want to retreat. I think that's why corporate America was kind of hard for me because it was like, it was just too much. And then when you're highly sensitive and if people are watching you and criticizing you, you don't do well either. If there's like, you have to do like a speech in front of people, oh, honey, you better have it memorized, research, because you're going to go up there and stutter and like start sweating. So it's just be gentle with yourself because you're, you're sensitive in a non-sensitive world. Mm. Well, see the piece about like, you know, what you just spoke about, about like talking in front of people and all that kind of stuff. Now that part does not bother me at all because if I'm a step up there, I'm stepping up correct anyway. So, you know, you know, come on, I'm a, I'm a show up. Newport News, baby. There we go. I'm a show up, but it's just that whole, you know, that chaotic atmosphere of being like, um, reactive versus being proactive. Like, you know, it's just, I just know it's a lot of situations where it's like, uh, it didn't have to get this far. And one other thing about highly sensitive people, they love, we are wonderful in the, in, in corporate America. They, people love us in corporate America because we get the job done. We're not trying to start nothing. We're not competitive. I don't want your job more than likely. I don't, damn, I don't want to be the manager. Are you kidding me? Vice right. president? Hello. Never. <laughs> Please don't get, but you can give me the salary. <laughs> right. There we go. There we go. If I'm a manager, yeah. When it comes to being a manager, it's like, oh, what does that look like? You know what I mean? Well, no, it's, and that's, and that's my business style as well. It is. I'm not, no, I'm not that person. Mm -mm. Well, and it's so crazy too, because since I've started, you know, you know, women of 4D, and, you know, I also have, you know, an LLC that I'm trying to get off the ground as well. Mm. I notice the amount of time that I spend, you know, creating or, you know, developing things. And I don't even know what time it is. Aww. You know what I mean? It's, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I realized I'm like, is that the sun? Last night. You know what I mean? And things like that. But I know that's not healthy either. So just trying to, here's what I, this is what I do. Cause when I was first starting my puzzle business, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, like a maniac, sometimes 4am and I was just working, working, working. And I burned out. When you burn out, fall out, retreat, get acupuncture, go swimming in a hot spring, do yoga, do meditate. Cause when I have the energy to create, I, I ride with it. Cause then, cause I don't always have it. Sometimes it goes somewhere and I'm worried it's never going to come back. So like ride, I would ride it. This is just me. And then burn out. <laughs> and then get 
you know, go to your, your, um, you know, get your acupuncturist, your massage therapist, your yogi, like get it all suit back up. But, um, I don't know that creative wave is like, I know mine is just, it's just, it's so beautiful when I have yeah. it. And sometimes months. Yeah. And sometimes I don't. What is your, what would you, um, what is your recommendation to assist others? Um, you know, women or even single mothers as they are, you know, pursuing their dreams and, um, you know, creating businesses or, um, you know, establishing their vision. Mm, that could be a whole nother podcast. Um, I would say sit in silence. I would say meditate and like relax your entire body. Don't think about bills. Don't think about anything that you have to do and tap in and really think about what you want to bring to this world. Like what, why did God birth you into this planet? Like, what are you here to do? Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes a while to kind of get that answer, but I would, I would tell them, find out what you love. Like you said, whatever it is, you'll want to do it all day. You'll be, it'll be midnight. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know the sun went down. Right. Right. Just tap in and to know you can do anything. If you want to sell leaves that you then bought from your neighbor's yard and resell them somewhere, somebody will buy it. It's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Anything like you know how they sell those little rocks and they put paint on it and they resell it. You can sell anything. Know that there is a customer out there for you. And to just write it down, mm-hmm. start the process seek help. There's a lot of organizations. Um, like I, the SBA, I have a mentor with the SBA. I worked with him maybe once or twice. He was very helpful. Um, and just look at what you want to do and kind of like, I had to learn a few things to do my business because I didn't have capital to hire people. Learn like whatever it is you need to learn, learn that, take a class, get a certification, um, and just start. Because the thing about businesses, it's like, even with my craft business, it 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 can turn into everything else. Like you think you're going to be selling beads and then you end up selling a sailboat one day. Like it all kind of flows into the next thing. And even if you fail at one, you're going to do great at another one because you're all the failure you're going to bring to your second business. Like I did. Like I, I, I think failing with my first business was the best thing that could have happened. But when you look at it like that, is it really failing though? If you honestly took something from, you know, the process, is that really failing? It's not. In the Western world, we would say fail. Yeah, absolutely not. It's not, it's it's succeeding downward and upward. <laughs> Succeed up down. That's what it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're right. It's not. It just hurt. It hurts when it happens. I'm gonna tell you that. It hurt me when my business failed. That thing hurt. And I didn't do business for years after that. I was like, I'm good on entrepreneurship. I'll right. work for other people. And it killed my little soul. My little soul right. just, I would like, this is a funny story. <laughs> I remember I was working, I was a leasing agent. And, you know, I was so heartbroken about my first business. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go work for people, blah, blah, blah. It was sales. Okay. Not mm. good. Not good for me. <laughs> I remember I went to the bathroom and I cried my eyes out. I was like, I hate everything. I hate this job. I hate everything. And then I came back into the office and my manager at the time, she was like, you're always so happy. You're just, you're just always smiling and 
happy to be here. And I was just like, wow, I'm a huge pretender. I was like, wow, this Ooh, woman really thinks I like working here. I have trained myself to be able to go to work and pretend. It's like separating yourself almost. You know, I had to like become a different person to show up. Well, wow, that's really deep. Yeah, it was bad for me. It was. But it's amazing at what that was revealed to you about mm -hmm. yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that that's the best thing that we can take away from any situation is self-reflection. I was talking to my pastor over the summer and I was pretty much like when you had asked me about my businesses, you know what I mean? That I'm doing, I had kind of given him a little, you know, I guess preview of all of that too. And I guess it took me too long to say <laughs> what it was. And he was just like, you know what, that, that's good. But you know, you could have been done like five minutes ago. Like, I guess telling him what was going on, but it was just like all going on so fast, I guess in my head. But to me, I hadn't been saying it for like five minutes. Well, he just said something very profound to me when he was like, what is the heartbeat? Mm. He was like, what you're doing? Like, what is the heartbeat? And he was like, it's one vision and many assignments. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was like, that was, that is some, that's something that's like literally like, you know, stuck to me. Mm. And now it's like mm. when I'm doing various things, mm. you know, like even, you know, even my current, you know, job that I've had for quite some time, you mm. know, I'm considering, I'm considering it basic training. Yeah. Because one thing that I love that they give me is autonomy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just, I've learned so much um, just doing that, that I'm able to, you know, um, transfer into, you know, other areas of my life as well. I, I have had every job and I do bring all that to the stage when I'm doing my business. It's very interesting. Like you literally bring it all. So it wasn't all a bad thing. Mm -mm, not at it, all. it was all, it was all, you know, it, it was all of purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, instead of saying purposeful, I like to say purpose filled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So everything that you do is just filled with purpose, especially when you finally identify. It know, really is. And then you're leading by example, because when you told me what you were doing, I was like, wow, my heart was like, oh, that's so wonderful. Like, you know what I mean? And I just, I know so many people that have had experiences and they're like, you know what? I got to get back. I got to do something. That's how I feel. I don't care. I got to do something. It's puzzles, but damn it, it's something. I'm putting, I'm not, because here's a pet peeve that I have and I'm trying to do better. Another, as a highly sensitive person, we don't like small talk that much or pretend talk. I know I can't take it. If you're going to yeah. just constantly talk about something that you're not going to do and you're going to complain, Girl. Oh, please, Girl. please get away from me, please. And it's not fair to that person. They're dreaming and it's okay to just talk, but just talk, don't talk to me for long, you know? But yeah, I know, I know so many people that talk about stuff. Oh, this is horrible in the system and we can't win and blah, blah, blah. Okay. They done read every book. They could quote dates and anything sad that happened to Black people. Like, damn, please. But they're not doing nothing, though. Bitch, you feeding anybody? You taking anybody, grandma, to Walgreens, get her a little mm -hmm. medicine? Anything. I don't care what it is. Are you doing anything? Uh, I used no. to listen to Sirius XM all the time. Um, and I would listen to the Joe Madison show. 
And Joe Madison is quick to say, <laughs> what you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? You know? So if every, I swear, if everyone did a little thing, mm-hmm. we would be tighter. We would be a tight community. Because even when I was telling you what I wanted to do with my LLC, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I just, you know what I mean? Like that part has not been, you know, revealed yet. But, you know, when I tell you that, you know, everything that was in my head, have I written it down in a business plan? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Because it should not just rest in my head. It has to be, you know, written. That's biblically speaking as well. You know, yep. the vision has to be written. So um, it's trying to, you know, make it do what it do. Yeah, it'll. it's, it's just going to grow and grow into a forest, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I, who knows? I could I'm be just sitting, preparing I could myself sit. to be ready. Yes. And if you're not, what do they say? You grow in the pool you put in. Who said that? Somebody said it. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, girl. <laughs> you we'll go with it. We'll go with it. I was just asking who said it. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> let, me see. let me see what else we can talk about really quickly. When you are going to your happy space, what does Tiffany's happy space look like? <sighs> Sometimes I meditate that I'm like in a pool, like that's overlooking a jungle. Oh my God. Mm. Um, <laughs> or I'm taking a nap in my my bed with my heating pad on, um, on my on my legs, <laughs> and I got a nice meal. Um, uh, or I'm just driving, just okay. looking at nature. Um, yeah, I try to tap into my happy place a lot. I do through meditation or actually, um, doing something nice for myself. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess I'll ask like maybe a closing question of, you know, where can we find you? I am online. Okay. I have a website. It's puzzleandbloom.com and it's the word puzzle and A-N-D bloom.com. Mm-hmm. I also found Etsy um, and I'm in different stores. I'm in about, about 10 stores. Um I mean, but not Belize, Lord Jesus. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> You're speaking it. Come on, let's manifest it. You are speaking it. There we go. She's in Belize. Okay. Um, there's an amazing woman in Canada that she has a website. I think she's opening the store. She bought some puzzles from me. Um, Philadelphia, there's a bookstore in Philly that carries my puzzles. St. Louis, just kind of like all over the place. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. All right. Well, I love it. I love it. Where, um, what are your handles on, you know, social media? Oh, Instagram is puzzle and bloom underscore. And then Facebook and Twitter is puzzle and bloom. Yeah. Right. And I'm doing a sale, 30% off all stickers, t-shirts and puzzles. Okay. Yes. Full of black girl magic and black boy magic. All right. And what's your shipping? Um, for instance, when they order the product, how soon do they typically receive it? I put it in the mail right away. Um, like three to five business days. Okay. If it's international, though, it would be like maybe a week or two, depending mm-hmm. on what country. Yeah. Have you received a lot of international sales? Not really, because it's so okay. expensive. It's I want to because I have I have friends and other countries and I'm like a part of me is like yeah I should just send them a bunch 
and just have them kind of distributed out or whatever. Um, Cause it's needed. It's, it's needed all over the place. Right. One thing I just realized we didn't speak on is the cost of your product. Oh yeah. So, so I have um, two puzzles for three to five-year-olds and it's a 15 piece puzzle. Those are $11.99. Um, and then there's three that are 42 piece puzzles for like five to seven-year-olds. Um, and those are $14.99. And I have bundles and um, I'm always running some kind of sale. So Now, are your t-shirts only children's size or are they... They're only children's size. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, but I was just asking. Just oh my God. How much are my t-shirts? Oh my God. I can't remember. Wait. I think they're twelve dollars. Yeah, and then the stickers are like three for five dollars. No, five stickers for three dollars. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll have everything posted so that um you know people can see. So I think that is great. Well, Miss Tiffany, I want to thank you for your time on women living intentionally. Um, you are definitely a woman of four D, and we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you for everything that you're doing, okay, for the community and people that are in need and people that, I mean, you're inspiring me because I'm like, what else could I do? Can I sponsor a little kid for some, I don't know. I might do something for the babies, get some paper and something that they need for school. Who knows? Um, so thanks for inviting me. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk again soon. All right. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.